Hi, and welcome to The Jake Roquet Show, a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of being happier, healthier, wealthier, and wiser. Each episode, I interview an interesting, creative entrepreneur, thought leader, successful business person, or all-around cool human, and see how we can gain some applicable knowledge to better ourselves and expand our worldview. On this episode, I'm joined by the juiciest podcast host on the planet, Taylor King of TK's Juicy Pod about her experience moving to LA, how she started working in the YouTube scene for YouTubers like Alicia Marie, tips for starting a podcast, and just how to be an epic human being. Without further ado, here's Taylor. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. First of all, we're being filmed right now, which like, I'm not... I don't think really we look at the camera to, really. Yeah, okay, yeah. we know, okay. Yeah. But I'm just to, like to I, set that yeah, precedent. Yeah, yeah, I just feel weird because like typically I, I feel like I do not look good while I'm podcasting. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh my God, am I like, you know. You gotta stay smiling. Yeah, I know. And sit up straight, sit posture. Up straight. Yeah. yeah, act it's like tough. a lady. It's, <laughs> it's hard. Act it's like really a lady. hard for me. I feel that. <laughs> um, amazing. Taylor, where are you from? I am from Bloomington, Indiana. And do you know where Indiana is on the map? I do. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard of it. Yes. Okay. I've been there once actually. You have? Yeah. On a tour with a performing group from my college. Oh, cool. So, okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to take my earrings out because I feel like they're subtly making noise. Dangly. And like, we don't want that. <laughs> oh, they're cute. Okay. So um, I feel like I'm about to get in a fight. Like taking my earrings out, you yeah, know? It's about to get serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. Amazing. And... I was born and raised there. I went to um, like high school, elementary, everything um, there. And my parents, I I actually live there because my dad's like originally from Indiana, but my mom's from Canada. And so um, I was born and raised and Midwest girl through and through. I would still say I'm definitely a Midwest girl, even though I'm on the West Coast now. And I moved to L.A. to go to school at FITM. Okay. Epic. What were you like? Like I'm baby Taylor King, like as a kid, what I, were you I can like? actually show you pictures, but I was pretty much like me now, but yeah. probably even crazier, um, which is hard to believe. <laughs> um, I had bright, like white hair, like okay. bright, like super blonde. Um, and I was just like a ball of energy. Like, I feel like I, like I have home videos they are, those are like, I feel like I could sell those one really? day because I was just like, my mom would always be videoing me because I would be out by our pool or whatever, just like dancing, like doing my own thing by myself or like bossing my brother around to like do like dances and cheers with me. And like, <laughs> that was just like how I was like growing up. And then I, I was really into my family's a big sports family. Okay. So I was always into like being competitive, being yeah. like, did you, did you play sports? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Which one? So, oh gosh, everything. Yeah. Well, I grew up, like I played, um, soccer, I played basketball, I played softball, gymnastics was my main one. Mm -hmm. Um, I did dance. I did, I even went to like every summer, like I went to a camp, like, um, I I went to an acting camp. I went to Christian camps. I went to, um, this tumbling camp called Woodward, which you may actually know of because it's also a skateboarding and like snowboarding and BMX and um, action sports camp. Okay. So it'd be like all these like (laughs) cheerleaders and and gymnasts and stuff. And then like all these like rad, like BMX, like gang loose people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was kind of cool because we're all flipping. You know what I mean? Like we're all like doing flips and tricks. So um, 
yeah, and I also, what else did I play? Pretty much uh, the only thing that I didn't play was volleyball, and I wish I would have because I love I love watching volleyball, yeah. and I feel like I would have been good at it. Oh, oh it's my like god, I'm missing to play my beach two... volleyball in adulthood too. Yes, you know? like, I'm missing yeah. my two most like played sports in high school. I played um, golf and tennis. Epic. So okay, I played golf. in in high school. I played tennis and cheer, and then I golfed just like for fun but like when i was little i golfed competitive competitively okay and i played in tournaments so how old are you like like mm. i'm trying to picture like a 10 year old taylor king like playing golf um, no i was like i i started golfing like and playing tennis ever since i was really little Wild. that's cool. so i and i had like little baby clubs they were pink they're yeah. really cute yeah and um i started probably doing tournaments when i was in like I don't know, th second, third, fourth grade. Okay. Doing stuff like that. I remember I would get mad. Like yeah. I would want to like, because golf's so mental. Like right. I would want to like throw my club and stuff yeah. at like a young age. And then I think my parents were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like. I, I feel still like, love to golf and I still love to play tennis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should, we should go play tennis sometimes. Oh, I've I'm played so like, down. I've played like three times. But no I think one it's super here fun. cares about sports or wants to play. So I'm Dude, always looking for people. I feel that. Yeah. I, you know, what's interesting too, is I feel like sports play a really interesting role in people's lives that like enjoy building businesses and like starting their own yes. thing because it's like business. I like, I, I super get like the side of being really competitive. Yeah. Like I grew up and that was like, you know, we talked about it on your podcast before, yeah. but sports were like a big part of me uh -huh. growing up. And I feel like, um, like business in a way is like a new game. Oh, know? absolutely. And it's like a fun way. It's like a fun game to like, you know, when you, when you accomplish something and you like quote unquote win, whether it's like, if you're someone that's like making a sale or yeah. like someone's subscribing to your channel or, you know, someone's exactly. like, like you, you get new clients for whatever it is. It feels like you're like, have accomplished something or you, or you like achieve something in a game yeah. almost, you know? And, and if you view it that way, it like stays fun, especially if you're doing something that you actually enjoy. Absolutely. You know, which is a huge part That's of that. That's such a good, I feel like I've learned so, I, I'm such a big fan of sports because you learn so much more than, you know, being athletic and learning the skills and the tricks and the tools to be good at that sport. But I feel like you learn discipline, you learn teamwork you learn so many things that goes into it. That's like much bigger than like winning the game or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, like I grew up literally my life with sports, like mm -hmm. in Indiana, there really isn't much to do besides like play basketball and like run in cornfields. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why sports was, I feel like for everyone, like even still when I go back to this day, like people are like, Oh my God, did you watch this game? Like every, every night someone's watching some game or of, of yeah. some sort. So yeah. I, it's, it's a really big part. Of right. my life. Totally. Totally. That makes sense. Um, so we got baby TK yes. hanging out in Indiana. <laughs> doing and actually thing. that's where my nickname got developed for their sports. Oh yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Because when you're playing sports, like there's not time. I find a lot of times yeah. when I play basketball, I like shorten everyone's name yeah. because it's like it there's not time to like, say like, hey Michael, move over here. You yes. know, it's like Mike. Yeah. Here, Mike, you know, like, yeah. or whatever one syllable thing you can say, you throw at somebody. TK or King. King, get over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Epic. Um, so, we got we got baby TK learning, yeah. learning the ropes of life and sports and everything. Mm -hmm. um, you're living in Indiana. So, now you're here. You're working as a producer. Mm -hmm. You work for Alicia. Yes. Um, you do really cool things with her. You have your own podcast that you host. Yes. Um, it's getting more and more successful as time <laughs> is going on, which is epic. Like, how did you get from there 
to living in LA? You went to Fitham, but like, what were, what were the pieces yeah. that got you from there to where you're at right now? Well, the getting from Indiana to like LA was like a huge, I always knew I would go, uh, well, I actually wanted to graduate and I wanted high school and I wanted to play a sport in college. Okay. But then I realized, okay, my, I'm like so passionate about being creative and I'm so passionate about, you know, my career and stuff and the sports that I did, like I wasn't good enough at like tennis and golf to really take it to the collegiate level, Mm -hmm. but with cheer and stuff, I was like, okay, I can't really do much with this. So, um, even though I wanted to cheer and I could have, I decided I wanted to take the more like career route. So I moved out to LA and like that transition from Indiana to LA is like moving to a foreign country. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I would, I feel like I could have gotten adjusted to like London or other foreign countries more than I could LA. Like the, the amount of time it took me to get used to LA, I always tell people it's like minimum three years. It's a, for it's me. a culture shock. Yeah. Even, even for me from Huntington beach to LA, yeah. which is, which is an hour, hour and a half drive. Mm-hmm. Um, totally like different. Yeah. Super different culture. Like things that are important, like pace. Yes. Like the a lot people. of stuff. Yeah. It was a lot more relaxed. I equate like a lot of times like the beach towns in, in OC, like uh-huh. people talk about being like the South, you know, yeah. in, in the like more relaxed, yeah. like vibe and just like the culture and everything. Exactly. So I, I, I get the vibe of like the culture shock when you come here and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, and everything's I didn't, weird and intense and it's like good in some ways and exactly. like weird in some ways, you know, but yeah. And yeah. I moved straight to downtown LA mm-hmm. too, which is Gnarly. like a beast even within LA. Yeah. So that transition, like that is where I like had my worst times, but those were my most pivotal times because that taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. So like things that I learned during that time, I, I mean, I, honest to God, probably filled out like five to six to seven transfer applications and like got into the schools and like didn't go, which thank God I didn't go. But like, I wanted to leave, like it was so hard. Like there were so many times where I'd FaceTime my parents or FaceTime like friends and I'd be bawling my eyes out. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to come home. Like I want to come home. So common too. I like, I was so homesick. Like all I wanted to do in Indiana was get out of Indiana. And like Mm -hmm. the second I got out, I was like, I just wanted to go back I had no, I didn't know a soul. I didn't know any friends, family, like an aunt, a cousin, um, nothing like no, even like Instagram or like YouTube friends. Like I wasn't really into that yet. Yeah. And like, I knew no one when I moved here. I didn't know my roommate. What year was this? How long ago was this? This was a week after I turned 18. So I'm 22 now. Yeah. So four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I just turned 22 actually about, about this time, like a month ago, um, this year I is when I moved here. Okay. So four okay, years. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Epic. So, um, I, it was like a week after I turned 18 and I moved out here and it was like that, just like that move and surviving was like the hardest thing for me. I mean, there were so many times like where I just remember like being in my room, like crying, just like not wanting to be here yeah. or not being yeah. happy or just like, w- I would always look forward to the next time I was going to be home. Right. Like I went right. home all the time. Yeah. But, um, I would just say like, for anyone that wants to move to LA, um, know that's going to be hard as shit. I don't know yeah. if I can cause on go here. For it. Um, it's going to be very hard and you have to, if you're going to go, I like thank my parents every day. If you're going to go to LA, you have to make sure that your parents don't let you come back. Yeah. Like, Interesting. and your parents can't come visit you. 
Interesting. Like you have to survive for like the first like year. Like, uh, of course, have them come visit like after six months. But like you have to survive by yourself and figure it out. And like totally. not go home, like not That's an have important them. part of life. Is, like is, parents, yeah. it's the parents too. Uh huh. Like, Absolutely. I wouldn't you have to let here. them figure it out. If my parents would have said, "Okay, sweetie, yeah, you can come home. We'll book you a flight," or like you can book your own flight, I, I wouldn't have been here still. Yeah. Like I know yeah. I wouldn't have. And my but my parents were like, "No, you want to go there. You have to figure it out, and you right. have to stay there." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, whether whether it's your parents or people that know you all or whatever it is, having someone that's like, no, you know that this is yes. what you want. Like, like when it's something not, goes it, bad, they can't come out here. Right, and right. Help you. It's not just going to be easy all the time. And like, but if you know what you actually want, like, put your head down, yeah. move towards it. You know, and you I need never, pe- you need those like tough love. You people do, in your and life. I've ne- yeah. and my parents growing up, I've always been raised with tough love so I was used to that mm-hmm. but thinking about me and when I have a kid one day like I can't even fathom like being like absolutely not like hearing my kid crying like not one like just wanting to come home and being like absolutely not suck it up yeah yeah <laughs> so totally. I thank my parents for that so I learned so much about the people in LA um I used to hate the people I used to blame the city all the time I'd be like oh the people in LA stink the right. boys in LA right. aren't straight <laughs> they, oh blah 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 so blah so you go to fit them right you yeah. like probably have a hard time dating so many, <laughs> yeah there's so many things that I would like blame the city for you know oh you have to be so hot oh this person has so much money oh this person's dad mm. is uh, is Will Ferrell like you know it's things easy, like it's that it's easy to say like oh they have it so because, easy to blame right, the city like, right I only have you know. and like the second that I got plugged into a church and I met my best friend Kenzie Elizabeth who I met through I met you through yes and I've true. met literally everyone in LA, LA through yeah but um once I got plugged in and I met the right people even just that one person it it was like life-changing mm-hmm. for me yeah yeah that's super important I feel like like when you come out here especially when you don't yeah. have like any friends or anything that you're moving out with right like finding community uh-huh and like that's what it's all about. And when you find people that like resonate with what you do and are excited about the same things as you, yeah, it, it changes your motivation. It also keeps you like psyched about what you're doing because you do something like even now, right? We, we were talking about this earlier, but I posted the first video that I posted on YouTube in a year, which is insane. Wait, today? So, no, yes, or two days ago. You did? It was, oh my yeah, God, it had been, it had been a, And I didn't even mean to do it, but it was exactly August 15th, 2018. That's wild. Followed up to August 15th, 2019. And it's crazy because like, that's kind of what I'm doing, right? You yeah. know, and I kind of started doing a few other things and was working for people in the YouTube space, was still involved in it. And then was also like building a personal training business, yeah. which we may talk about a little bit more later. But, yeah. but in that time, like, like I, I pulled away from it, but then when I came back and to have all the people that are like, yo, like we're stoked for you. Like we're on your team and like, yeah. was to be like, I had to have people that are even, you know, doing this full time or whatever it is being like, yo, like good work. Like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Cause like exactly. this is what it's about, you know? Even now, like, like I would have never thought this in a gazillion years. Like even now seeing like some girls that are still at FITM struggling and like looking at me as their mm. like not role model, but looking as someone to look up to and like, okay, if right. Taylor can do it, then I can do Hell it. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't even believe that I'm at that point. 
like for totally. some people, you know, because there's so many people that were that for me. Yeah. And um, like now it's like nice because it motivates the crap out of me. Like, okay, I got to keep grinding because right, <laughs> right. people are looking up. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't, you, and I got to help them you out. You don't want to let people down. I think yeah. that like being in a position of leadership mm-hmm. is is something that like keeps you motivated. Yeah. It, it, and oh, I think, absolutely. Like that's almost as important as like leading other people is like being in a position where you stay motivated. Mm-hmm. Also, something we talked about this morning was I listened back to our our podcast. Yeah. Um, and, we had, and I was, and it was in a time of my life where like for, for, a, a you know, months period, I was super, super consistent on my morning routine. I've probably done it like two or three times in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And I, and I listened to it again and I was like, if I'm going to like, you know, if I'm going to be the guy that says, that talks you know, this stuff that's good for you, right. Yeah. Then, then I got to be like, you know, I, I got to like act like I'm yeah. like, I know that that's good gotta for me. Got to walk the walk. Right. Right. And so even to be in that position, it reminds you of like, even it reminds you like, yo, I know this is important. Uh-huh. Like if I tell other people that it's important, like I know that it's important. Why wouldn't I do it? You know, uh-huh. for, for whatever Absolutely. that is, I think it's like, you know, from a, from a business perspective, from like a maybe social media perspective, from like a spiritual pers- perspective kind of thing. I think totally. that like leadership is a valuable thing to like hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool good. to go back and kind of listen and know exactly where you were yeah, at that yeah. moment and to it like see, cool. I, like yeah, I was, I re-listened to it as well. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I've grown so much mm-hmm. just from that. Yeah. And that was, when was that? That was, that was, that was January, like beginning of January, January or February. So like eight I, months ago or so. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, when we actually recorded it. Yeah. So I need to do that more. I feel like it motivates me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. It, and that was the thing. I was like, I'm being motivated by, by like myself. old me, right? Yeah, because <laughs> you learn stuff in life and it's easy to like, you know, eight months go by, you might not be in the same exact mindset. So and true. so like, even to be reminding yourself like, yo, this is what's important. This is what I should be doing. This is like, yeah, yeah. it's valuable. I think you need that constant reminders too. That's a little bit of a tangent, but I feel like part of what makes Gary Vee so successful yes, um, is he is someone who pretty much says the same stuff. Yeah. He says it in a different way. He says the same stuff in a different way over and over and over. And, and, and sometimes it like still hits me. I don't, I don't consume his content like a ton, but I follow him on Instagram. And sometimes I'll scroll across something and be like, hell yeah. You know, but, but it's like, I know that, but I, you got to hear it again. You yeah. know, sometimes there's stuff in life that you need to like hear every, you know, mm-hmm. moderately frequently to like keep at the top of your mind because mm-hmm. it's good for you. And so he's someone like exactly. that. And like, yeah, even, yeah, like looking for those people that you can check in with and be like, oh yeah, that's right. Like it's kind of like thing. when your mom tells you the same thing over and over and over again, right. then like you're one of your friends you like looked up to tells you it and it hits different. Yeah, and like yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to you now <laughs> because like I'm not going to listen to my mom or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that for me happens all the time gotcha. where I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. I actually, I've heard this eight gazillion times, but you are the one that motivated me to do it. Right, right. Amazing. There's two things I want to ask you about. Okay. I want, I want, Let's like, go. I want to ask you about how you got to where you're at, but there's two angles of it okay. first. And so, and so one, I guess let's start with like working for Alicia. You can't, so you went to fit them. Uh-huh. What did you study there? I studied digital media and digital cinema. So I got two, gr- two degrees. The first one was an associates in digital media. Yeah. So we kind of learned like everything and anything about post-production. So I learned like Every editing software, every like graphics, 3D animation, audio engineering, like Pro Tools. Really? That's super cool. Yeah. Pro Tools. You would actually really like the program. Like I learned um, graphic design, like I learned Maya, Cinema 4D, like everything that you could possibly like edit with. 
I learned. So that way, when I went into the digital cinema program, which was more my scene of producing, filming, like directing, I knew how to do those things because I knew how I was going to edit it. Totally. Totally. And shooting um, the edit is, is so important. Yeah. And like I was editing while I was, you know, producing or I was editing mm-hmm. while I was directing, which is really nice. Cause now I'm like, okay, I can't use that take. We're going to have to redo that. Or, oh yeah, in my head, like I need to put that at the end of the edit. It, it's just, it is so valuable to know yeah. editing before you learn how to shoot. I think totally, totally. So, um, yeah, that's where that's what I studied. You transitioned out of there. Was the first thing that you did just like starting to work in the YouTube sphere? Did you get any other job? Did you no. So I it? actually, I feel like a lot of people don't know this. During my FITM career, I guess, I was always interning and I was always working. Like I was yeah. so aggressive. Like, That's like what it's all about. me on LinkedIn, I like went off. Yeah. <laughs> I good, like look at good. my younger self and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So one of my first internships, which is funny because it's kind of full circle, I interned for this blogger. Her name's um, Fashion Lane. I am Fashion Lane. Okay, cool. And um, so I, I started off like taking photos of her. That was my first real like, I guess, L.A. internship. Was it unpaid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I did so yeah, many yeah. things unpaid. Then There's I. There's value in that. If oh you're trying to break gosh. into something new, work for people for free. Oh, my God. So That's many all about. things I did unpaid. Yeah. So I did that. And then I did. Um, what was it? Oh, I basically was so aggressive with Whitney Port, who I just went to her live podcast. She has a podcast called With Wit. If you want to check it out. Amazing. Um, she's on the hills. Do you know okay. who that is? On the Hills. She's on the Hills. Yeah, it's a TV show. She also is like, she has a YouTube presence and um, the Hills just came back. So it used to be, it used to be really big. Yes. And she was in fashion. She worked for Teen Vogue and stuff and I was really into her. That's cool. And so when I came to LA, it was like my little Indiana girl dream to like work for someone that was on the Hills. So I like hunted her down and she, her office was downtown. This is when she had her company, Whitney Eve. When you say hunted her down, how'd you go about doing that? Like if someone else is like, I want to contact someone I really want to work for. So I knew I wanted wanted to work for her. Yeah. So I, and I still do this to people. Yeah. I found her on Instagram. I found her sister on Instagram. I found her website. So, so I found all these things. I found her email. I found her website. I found the website, email, whatever. And LinkedIn, whatever. And the, I just like stalked her basically. And I found everything about her. And then I basically wrote the same, I mean, it's so easy. And then I wrote the same, um, basically message to her like, Hey, um, I would love to intern for your company or I'd love to intern for you. I'll do whatever it takes. Or like, I would love to get an interview or whatever. I wrote up some detailed thing and I sent it to her DM, her sister's DM, her company's DM. And I also sent it to the company email, like the company, like contact us if you have an issue with your clothing email. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. I went off, yeah, yeah. like basically just be everything. Just sure it gets in front of her eyes. And it sure enough, it did after right. a while. And she, I had to like make this little brochure thing for her and stuff. But long story short, I ended up getting it. Amazing. Which was awesome. Like that was such a rewarding and like cool thing for me. Yeah. And then, and it showed me like, okay, I can, if I can do that with her, I can do that with anyone. Totally. So then I um, worked at this production company called Film Pool. And there I 
I, I got that connect through a family friend and I didn't think I was going to get coffee. And I ended up talking to the guy and convincing him why I needed an internship there. Huh. That's cool. <laughs> I'm crazy. Yeah. And so, I like then, it. and so then I got an internship there and ended up um, editing a full TV show while I was, a, I think I was a freshman or a sophomore in college. Wow. I edited a full TV show and for, I. For what, what style of TV show? Was it like reality TV? Was um, it a documentary? Yeah. It was actually kind of like a game show. Game show. Yeah. So. Okay. It was called um, Lord Have Mercy. Okay. Like, Lord Have Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, it was, we would come with up with funny, like, we would find, it's kind of like America's Funniest Home Video. So you would find clips or people would submit them in of, like, funny things that happen in, like, church or religious settings. So, like, okay. someone, like, pees their pants, like, during their wedding or, like, stuff <laughs> like that. And then, like, there would be, like, a host and, like, commentators and, like, yeah. they would do this whole bit on, like, and, and there would be, like, a live audience and we would, like, talk about it and so I edited that mm -hmm. and it was so cool and I was on set and like I got to basically be like I was a script supervisor while I was on set yeah and then they actually rewarded me it was unpaid but okay. uh, while I was on set I got paid paid and it, um they were so nice it was all men I was the only girl okay cool and I was super young and they were all you know older guys and they I, basically they rewarded me with an associate producer credit Wow. With the show after yeah. it was done, which was so cool. So you so could cool. say I was a social producer on a TV show. Yeah. And, you're like, and what, I have like, it's on my IMDb and it was like yeah. after I, and it was sold to, who was the distributor? Um, Urban Movie Channel. Okay. And so like now yeah. my, you know what I mean? Like it was so cool. My little like Indiana, like girl self or whatever right, was like right. geeking out because yeah. I just like would That's have amazing. never thought that that happened. And so then after that happened, I mean, hours and I hours like so and hours. so early into your hustle too. Like you, you, you to pull something off like so that. So many so cool. hours and hours and hours in that editing bay, like just grinding, like me. And I didn't even know how to and edit that well. And building those skills too. Yeah. Cause you're learning it while you do well. it. And like the guys were like telling me, like the directors and the producers were like, Hey, do this Taylor, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like figuring it out as I, I was going. Totally. And that's then, how everybody does it. Yeah. No one knows what they're doing until they do it, you know? <laughs> like, exactly. And like, it was so cool. Like they gave me a key to the office whenever I wanted to edit, I could go amazing. in there. I still like, I went to their, they have movies, they make movies all the time, check them out. And I still go to their premieres. Like, it's so yeah. cool. I, I love all of them. Like and a, a bunch of, of them are actually kind of from Indiana or they have a connect. Okay. So we connected yeah. that way. And cool. then after that, I worked for, um, well, I really wanted to work for Amazon. Okay. So I, cause they have like a, like Amazon a, studios. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. So, and I, I, in between there, I worked for like other jobs where I was like getting paid. So I worked at planet blue, which is a clothing store. And I actually like don't undermine those jobs, especially in LA because like I met so many like clients there that like I follow up. For instance, I met this host of, you know, this t TV show and I would like mm -hmm. sell her clothes, but now like we follow each other on Instagram and like I can hit her up whenever I need her, just like things like that. Like right. I learned a lot from working at Planet Blue. And then um, I really wanted to work for Amazon. So I kind of tracked, I like LinkedIn people and just like figured that out and it ended up being on set with them yeah. a bunch of different times, which is super fun. And I worked for a company called Pure Play Productions. And um, so we were doing a bunch of things on set with them. So I'd kind of PA, I was like an ex executive assistant. So I learned a lot from the boss. Mm -hmm. So I was learning a lot about like budgets and, you know, hiring people and being on set and dealing with people, which is like really what the entertainment industry is. It's dealing with people yeah. and then, and running around and doing like minuscule tasks too, like getting coffee and dropping off things at the post office and what, you know, get, 
getting their appointments and whatever. Right, right. And how to run a calendar. And then after that, um, oh, sorry, before that, I worked for CBS. Okay. This is all in college, by the way. Yeah, gnarly. I worked for CBS and I worked for a soap opera called The Bold and the Beautiful. Wow. And so I was an intern there. And then after there, um, I did the Amazon thing. And then after that, I went back to CBS and I like helped fill in every once in a while. And so I had just graduated and I was just filling in at CBS trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. thought I would work at a big studio, kind of maybe like a Warner Brothers or Paramount or Hulu or something like that. Right. And um, all of a sudden, my friend, Alicia, who I had only... I had only shot photos of her, not even video. I've only shot photos of her once, which was at a Coachella. Okay. And basically, um, she, I, I'd got coffee with her and she was like kind of asking me if I, basically she, she got it out of me that like, Hey, I kind of need some help. And I was like, Oh, perfect. Like I just graduated. I'm trying to make some money. Like I would love to help you. Right. right. And it was kind of this mutual, like, Oh, we'll just, and in my head, I'm like, okay, I'll just like, come in whenever she needs me and like work at CBS. And then like, I'm going to figure out my job and like have a new job by the right, new year. Like, right. This Cause this thing. is like September Yeah. or actually end of September, early October. Right. Remember, remember the thing I told you about my 30 minute recording limit. Yeah. It's out. Okay. It's so we're, so we're taking it. Yeah. Which is amazing. We can do this. However, oh God, freaking so long sorry. but in six seconds, we're going to take a short break Okay. and then we're going to hear more about how you got into that with Alicia. Okay. Sick. Yo, yo, this segment of the podcast is brought to you by my brand new Patreon page. I'm actually super, super, super excited to finally be sharing this with you guys. Uh, If you would like to support this podcast and my content in general, this is the absolute best way to do so. My page is set up on patreon.com forward slash Jake Roque. That's J-A-K-E-R-O-Q-U-E if you hadn't known so already. Um, I'm working really hard to make this page a genuine exchange of value And I'm setting up the reward tiers to be things that I would actually want from a lot of the creators that I watch and enjoy and would want to support. So they currently include things like a forum for this community to meet other like-minded people, an opportunity to ask guests on my podcast your own personalized questions, and you'll get a shout-out every time we do that, Uh, a monthly patron-only Google Hangout where we can talk about whatever the heck we want to. Um, It'll be exclusive just to the patrons. There's a weekend getaway to LA, so if you are contributing at a tier for a certain duration of time, we just get to hang out, and I'll bring you on a vacation to LA, and we'll go do fun things here, like go to the beach and and go to dinner and have a lovely time. Um, I think that would be so sick. And the, the one I'm probably the most excited for is I have a couple slots open on this mentorship tier. Um, This is something I really believe in, and I've had many mentors in the past that have given me some of the most valuable experiences and lessons of my entire life. So I'm really looking forward to this part. I can teach you all I know about podcasting, music, content creation, relationships, literally anything I can help you with. Feel free to ask in that time. And something I'd also love to do with this would be to pick a book a month to go through with everyone that's in that tier. And we could pick a book to go through together and just have a discussion of what we learn. Kind of like a one-on-one book club for the people that are in that. Anyways, there's all the details for all of this over on patreon.com forward slash Jake Roquet. And if you'd like to support the podcast, if you want to hear more podcasts like this, this is a really, really great way to do so. So I appreciate you so much if you're considering supporting the show. And let's get back to it. Amazing. What's up? We're back. So... 
So you met with Alicia. Yeah. So I met with Alicia for coffee and I'm just thinking we're getting coffee, catching up with friends and like talking about boys and stuff. Right. And so then it ended up. Naturally. Yeah. Like, like what do girls do? They do that. (laughs) So, um, no, I'm kidding. But we ended up meeting and then we, of course, start talking about work because we're workaholics. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she was like, hey, yeah, can you come help whenever? And I was like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and help her every once in a while, whenever she needs me. And then I'm going to work at CBS and then I'm going to figure out my stuff before the new year. Cause this yeah. is at the beginning of October or end of September. Right. So anyway, she's like, perfect. So I go home to Indiana. I had a, uh, trip planned and I come back and you know, the first like two days of me working there, I didn't even think I was going to get paid. So first two days she pays me really well. And yeah. I'm like, Whoa, I'm getting paid yeah. to do what I love. Yeah. This is wild. There is that. There's always that like realization moment. You're right? like, wow, this is cool that I'm getting paid to do this. And like, I, I'm getting paid. In fact, I was getting paid double from any job that I had ever gotten paid. Hell yeah. So I was like, okay, Alicia Marie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was uh, like, yeah, we can, we can yeah. keep this up. Yeah. And she's so like, which real quick, so can, you, can you tell me like for someone who doesn't know, who is Alicia? What does she do? Like, what's she about? So people know like what, so yeah, what so you're getting Alicia, into right here. Yeah. Alicia's a influencer and a creator so she um has been on youtube for about 10 years and she's awesome she's massive she does like lifestyle and fashion and beauty and challenges and all all kinds of really entertaining videos yeah and that's kind of how she got big and then now she has a podcast called pretty basic with remy cruz you should Mm -hmm. check it out and um they talk about all things like like just everything that it's kind of just like a fun BFF podcast where you can listen to them talk and interact and you really get a deep dive on who they are as people because they're these internet personalities that you only see in like seven minute videos. Right. So it's really cool to, and they do games and they talk about boys and they talk about work and you know, they are boss girls. Yeah. You know, like yeah, they, they hustle. Are, I mean, from what I know of Alicia, she's ooh, I mean, so kind and works so hard. I have never seen someone work so hard in my life, and yeah. I've worked for a lot of people. Right. And, yeah, so I, and it's weird because when you see, like, when I would watch their YouTube videos, I was like, oh, these girls, they're just, like, you know, making little DIYs and whatever. Like, no, they're boss girls. Like, right. they're on the phone with their lawyers, their banks, totally. their accountants. Like, it's it's, really, it's it's full-fledged running a business. A lot oh, it of people is. have employees, so, yeah. of course, which So, yeah, know, on top of that, and, yeah. she also has merch. She also has her, you know, Instagram. Like, Instagram's a full-time job for some people, and mm-hmm. that's just one of her things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, she's just killing it. Yeah. And, she, and we've it's got so a cool. lot of fun stuff in store. Right. <laughs> and I feel like what's so rad about her, too, is, like, she, she does what she likes to do. She has fun. She's very successful. And then other people get to see her. And get to see, oh, she does what she likes to do. She's really successful. Like, she crushes it in so many different areas. Like, and she, and you get to roll back 10 years back. She was just this kid making videos. Yeah. You know? And then, like, built this, like, like business and empire of sorts. And one thing I will say about her is that that makes her, I always tell her, I'm like, you're an outlier. Because, you know, I'll be like, we'll be working on a thumbnail or like a video and we're like in the like, it seems like the seventh hour of working on it. And she's like, no, 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 still fix this or whatever. And I'm like, you realize you're an outlier, right? Like, this is why you're so big, because you're so dedicated and disciplined and you're not going to stop doing it until it's right. Not settling, not compromising. No, not at all. And like, she's really taught me a lot about that. 
and 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 it's cool because watching her work so hard on one thing and seeing okay that works like she worked so hard and now she's reaping the benefits of it and like that's really rewarding i feel like you must be learning so much oh my gosh just being like oh that's what it's about yeah (laughs) even like till this day but like i remember my first days working for her i was like a fly on the wall like i was just everything she was doing i was like my eyes i was like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as i say in indiana like i was like (laughs) oh my gosh like she's this is how her day is it's like She's hopefully she's not getting mad that I'm talking about her this much, (laughs) (laughs) but I love her. She's like, she'll, she'll get off the phone with her manager. And then like her assistant's like, Hey, um, we need to do this. And then I'm like, Hey, we need to film this. And then she's like, and then her sister's like, Hey, can you do the dishes? And then she's like, she's Uh, like all over. Can you do your dishes? Okay. (laughs) And then her mom's calling. Like, I mean, she is like doing 80 jobs at once. It's incredible, but it's good that she has help too. Right. Cause when, yeah. you, when you have all that stuff going on, but you can delegate. And, send and I always tell him like, help, how right? did you do this before I was here? Yeah. You know? Um, but she's just a boss and I look up to her and, and what we quickly realized and why it works is because people are like, Oh my God, your friends, Annie work together. How does that work? I'm like, well, I think the Lord created Alicia and was like, okay, I really like her. I need to duplicate her. And then the Lord like made me. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's easy to work with yourself. You're on yeah. the same wavelength. So I, we're like pretty much always on the same wavelength. Um, I learned a ton from her. She, and then another thing is, is that she is so humble and also so giving and she wants me to grow and she wants to help me. And she's always, she's always thinking about, I mean, we're always you know, doing stuff for her and whatever. But the fact that she takes time out of her day to ask, Hey, like, what can I help you? Like, what do you want to work on? Where do you see your podcast going? Or what can I do to help whatever? And like, she'll answer my questions or I'm like, Hey, I, you know, I really want to work with this brand. Like, what do I say? She's like, Oh my God, say this, blah, blah, blah. blah." Or she's like, Hey Taylor, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. And the fact that she takes time. Someone just cares about you and is like, yo, I want to help you out as much as like, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like that's rare. That's like, another outlier right, quality. Right. So anyway, um, we, so I went from working like one to two days a week to mm-hmm. like the next week, literally the first week was like maybe two days of the week. The next week was like, okay, when are you free? Yeah. And I was like, uh, these three days. She's like, okay, can you come all these three days? And then basically after, I think it was two months of that kind mm-hmm. of just like whenever I was in New York and homegirl called me up. She's like, Hey, she texted me by the way. I hate it when people do this. She texted me hey, can I call you? Or like, hey, can you call me? And I'm like, <laughs> why? Like, are we going to break up? Yeah, like- <laughs> I, I was like, oh no. Like that can't, in my head, I'm like, that can't be good, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of freaking out with my friends in New York. We're about to right. go out to dinner. I, that's that's your water there too, by the way. Oh, thank you. you. Um, we're like about to go to, to dinner and I call her immediately because I'm like, what, what is it? Like, do you need me to edit? Like, did I edit something wrong? Like whatever. Right. And she's like, Hey, so I know this is kind of weird timing, but I was just wondering if I could offer you a full-time position. Like, here's how much it is. Here's what you're going to be doing. Here are the rules. I already have a contract. Like, let me know. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, what? I was like so floored. And I was with some of my other YouTuber friends who are smaller. Mm -hmm. So like they were so excited for me and it was such a fun moment. And like, Right, because Alicia, for a lot of people that are like doing YouTube, like Alicia is like the OG. She's like big time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Big time. (laughs) Big time. She's big time. So (laughs) it was, it was really, I mean, it it was so weird because like my job 
it felt like it was created for me. Yeah. And like you said earlier, totally. you're like, you're like, you're in so many different things. Like you like to produce, you like to be in front of the camera. You like to be behind the camera. Like you like to edit, whatever. And like, I, I always thought people always told me you need to pick one thing. Like I, uh -huh. I had a director or a professor. They told me they're like, Taylor, you can never be in front of the camera and behind the camera. You have to choose one. Yeah. You'll never be in front of the camera. Like she was like, get over it. Like you'll never be able to do that. And, and like in that moment when like, it was so rewarding when Alicia was like, yeah, like I want to, I was like, holy cow, I can do all of the things I love right. and get paid for it. Right. Like, and learn more and get better at it. So I talked to my parents and, you know, cause like growing up, they're like, they're, they had understood what I was doing more, but they were like, wait, what? Like, she's mm -hmm. going to pay you like that much. And like, you're going to do that and right. like that's just gonna be your job too, they don't yes like, they you're don't not realize a lawyer? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're not a doctor right they don't they don't realize the opportunity that's in this new age of like business and media and that yeah. sort of stuff right and 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 when people come and they look they're like oh like the kid a kid just won three million dollars 16 years old playing Fortnite. oh yeah Esports e is like the new yeah. sports, yeah. yeah. And 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 it's like you know people you know four years ago, five years ago, like stop wasting all your time playing video games. Which if you're not, you know, you gotta be realistic. Yeah. If you're not gonna like compete and make good money, there's there's maybe an yeah. element of truth to that at the same time. But it's like it's funny. Are the previous generation doesn't understand? Like no, this stuff's like being good at Fortnite is like being good at basketball. Yeah. Like you can exactly make a career out of it. You can you know? sometimes make more money. Oh, like Tifu and all of that money. and Ninja. Yes. And like these, those are the these, some of these guys. kids are making like twenty. 25 million dollars a year yeah. yes 20 million million dollars <laughs> a year Millions. right that's not and, and, and lebron's making what like 33 million dollars a year to play for the lakers i don't know something like that it's uh, wild it's somewhere and lebron there. now has a production company he's all about the entertainment yeah. Oh, world. Yeah. <laughs> i'm so seeing space jam too right when yeah, it comes out yeah <laughs> but he's like it, it was actually really cool because i feel like now i still have to explain my job and what i do all the time totally but because well, I'm you essentially also do so many different things. It's sort of yeah, a list of yeah. things. I always have to explain, but like having that moment where some stuff just didn't have to be explained. And my dad and my mom were like, whoa, Alicia Marie mm -hmm. legit. Like, yeah. you know, she, they yeah. were like, they have the utmost respect for her. I mean, all totally. the time they're like, I'm telling them stuff like, Hey, we're doing like the amount of like, opportunities of meeting people and events and the rooms I'm in and the traveling and stuff is just like priceless to me. Totally. And my parents are like always like, you're doing what now? Like it, it's so cool that they're like Your job finally is think stuff it's cool. You like. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because yeah, they're like, right. why are we sending our daughter off to fashion school? Like, oh my God, what is she gonna do? Like <laughs> yeah, she's gonna she be like drawing law, little skirts instead, and right, right. <laughs> like I mean you just never know like they don't know. Like yeah. my dad is in the medical field. I mean, my mom's more, she's in advertising and stuff, but like, it's scary. Yeah. Send totally. your kid off. Especially in a new industry. Creative. It's like, is this a fad? Right. Yeah. Cause, cause when YouTube started and people started making money, people are like, okay, is that a fad? And now more people are watching YouTube than TV. Yeah. And right? like and all my like, brother and his friends are like, oh my God, Taylor's so weird. She's always storying, like stop. And now they're like, please, can you shout me out? Uh, <laughs> that's real. Can that's you please post me? You're, you're, it's, it's not cool till it's cool. You know, yeah. it's not like when you start a YouTube channel and you're posting videos and even if they're good videos, you know, you have like 50 subscribers, people are going to look at it differently than when you have 50,000 subscribers. They're like, oh, now it's cool. It's like, yeah. oh, now you think it's cool. Yeah. People are like, oh, my God, you've changed. I'm like, 
No, I'm the exact same. Y'all change. You just think I'm cool now. Like you just pay attention to what I'm doing now, and you and you just see that I have followers. But what's cool too, at the same time, is if you are true to yourself and you are true to doing the same thing, like, and you're posting on the internet. The internet's more or less like pretty permanent. You know what I mean? So it's like it's there. You know, someone's Uh like, "Oh, you changed." Like, did I? Because what I'm saying now, (laughs) here's me four years ago. I'm saying the same thing. Like, what changed? You tell me. You know? Yeah. It's so cool. And actually, Kenzie's been one of my like. She's been a rock through all this. Yeah. And she's, she, I had a conversation with her a while ago when I was going through something rough. And she was like, Taylor, out of all the people, like you have been wanting and doing this for so long. Like I know you before any, anyone followed you before and you cared about any of this. Yeah. And like seeing you, it, she's just such a good friend. And right. I, she, I right. wouldn't be where I am now without her. But right. it, it's so rewarding when someone says something like that. Cause I'm like, thank God. Like, I'm sure the whatever, all this stuff will get to me at some point, but uh-huh. she keeps me grounded. Yeah, yeah. Kenzie's Kenzie's good for that. I feel like, I remember when I met Kenzie, she had like maybe less than like 20,000 subscribers. Really? Me, me, I've known... I've known Kenzie. We don't like hang out all the time, but I've known Kenzie for, which is crazy, probably the past like five to six years. Yeah. And we met like a, like one of like the early vid cons, you know, and I showed up, this is when I started a channel like a couple months before I was, someone told me what VidCon was and I was like, oh my gosh, I should go. I went to my first one this year. No way. I see. I didn't go this year. Um, but I remember like back then, like showing up to that, I didn't have, I didn't know anyone. That's crazy. I just walked in and like, saw a couple kids and we're just like, what's up? How's it going? And like one of their friends was Kenzie so and she's like one no of the other people. Yeah. One of the other people like That's... stayed in contact with since then. But she's always like, she, I feel like she's someone who's been like, her tune's been the same the whole time. You know, she like she's. She is one of the most grounded and also humble. Both her and Alicia are the most grounded and humble creators yeah. ever. And honestly, like most of my friends that creators, like I wouldn't surround myself with them if they weren't like that. And a good, I might be biased in uh, in some element, but I feel like a good amount, if not the majority, you know, of people that are creators mm-hmm. and successful and whatever their lane is, especially in this new like social media world, they're pretty grounded. Yeah, they're, you know, because because not much changes. They're pretty real, right? When you, when you're like, as far as this show goes, for instance, mm-hmm. probably not much is gonna change ever. We'll we'll yeah. sit down and a studio type thing with a couple mics. You sit down and talk. Yeah. There's not you know thousands of people watching. You know, for the most yeah. part, like like things stay. For Alicia, even she's probably like, for a good amount of the time, setting up her camera, yeah, like doing something cool at home, and like uh-huh. that's what the show is, you know, and and it and it stays pretty much the same. So you don't have to like change that much as you go through it exactly yeah even seeing like being with her and out in public and you know we see people all the time that come up and notice her and you know are like freaking out and like me just saying like us film our videos which like we put a lot of time and effort and work into but it's like funny seeing like how idolized someone is when they're just a real person and they're just like yo i'm i'm just like you and in fact and what's something that gets me too is like in having seen similar things like that, like for these people to realize, yo, like the, even when people really idolize so many talent level, a lot of times, like the people that are obsessed with them are at like 85% of their skill, you know, they're like not that much better a a lot of times, you know? And it's like, but, but there's something about just seeing somebody like succeed in everything that makes you like, so true. Think that they're so sick, you know, which they are sick. They are sick. But yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Interesting. Interesting. So anyway, so, so you love working for Alicia. Oh my God. Things are good. She's there. awesome. It's a She's, great job. We've got some really, really like, exciting coming things coming up. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm excited. I, I've listened to her podcast a little uh-huh. bit. Of course, I listen to your podcast a bit. And so, yeah, it's really cool. I haven't watched all our videos because like, you know, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not really your <laughs> they're vibe. Not, but they're not exactly We may need a guy in a video soon. So maybe yeah. we'll hit you up. Yeah, we can talk about dude <laughs> stuff. Um, what is what is something that you feel like, if there's like one thing that Alicia's taught you that you're like, dang, I like, or that's really good, or like since applying it to your life, even maybe taught you or you've observed from her, like, what would that be that you're like, yo, that thing is a good thing to do from here on out? I would say, I'm going to say two things. The first thing would be what I already said about mm-hmm. the being, being ridiculous about how perfect it needs to be. Because totally. like, you know, if you're not putting something out there that you're proud of and you want to watch a gazillion times, then no one else is going to want to watch it. Yeah. And so many times I'm like... Oh, who cares? Just get it up. And people say that all the time. Like, I feel like Gary even says, oh, just get, who cares if the audio is bad? Just get it up. Yeah. And Alicia's like, no, yeah. it needs to be perfect. We're going to redo it. We're going to get it till it's right. And right. until I love it, until we can watch it a gazillion times and we're laughing our butts off yeah. at the screen. I love that. That's cool. And that's one thing that, I mean, she is, what's the word? It's relentless. relentless. She's, I mean, she'll do anything to get it right and get it perfect. And you know, it'll be the last hour and she's like, no, let's still add this graphic or whatever. Yeah. And like, I'm checked out and yeah. like, she's pushing me to right, finish right. it. You're like, we did it. Have, how, are you f- pretty familiar with Mr. Beast? I feel like probably no. no. Okay. Have you, ever, you never heard of Mr. Beast? Oh my wow. God, I love new people. This is so exciting. <laughs> so for me, like, like Mr. Beast, he's, he's probably like the biggest growing channel in the past year or so on YouTube. Wait, yes, um, I've heard of him. He does. He does all the like, yes, the, I've heard of him. he does these crazy videos and, and it's interesting too, cause there's two philosophies, right? There's the Gary V. He posts a video a day, uh-huh. just like hustles is like authentic, doesn't worry about the details, blah, blah, just, and, and I think there's like validity to that. Yeah. I also think there's the other side, like the way you talk about Alicia, the way I've seen like Mr. Beast go about his stuff. He is like, he does the most extreme stuff. He'll make videos and if it's not super sick, he doesn't post it. He scratches it. He'll spend like 10 grand on a video and then not post it. If really? Because he's, like, he's like, we are only putting up the best stuff. And so his videos are so fascinating. Each one is going to get like 15 million views when they post it, which is insane wow. but but he'll only post a video once a week once every other week so do he how do you know that uh, that oh that, that he scraps his videos yeah. i think he's oh I, I, I saw him talk about it on his twitter okay he's will like, you send me videos. like anything yeah the, he's good. done oh gosh he's done like <sighs> I've he's heard done the sickest it. stuff okay yeah i need to creep on him yeah i would just Where's if you don't live? know Where's who mr beast is He's like from somewhere in the Midwest and he just is like is? authentic and like sticks with See, it. See, I'm like so big on where people are from. Yeah. I don't know why. Like yeah. I have to know. Yeah. It like he, makes sense to me. He like has this core group of dudes that are like his buddies that he just makes videos with. And it's, they're like, they're not like, it's not about like, you know, finding really good looking Alicia guys or cool guys or whatever it him. is. Yeah. 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 He's just like this dude and, and all those buddies have become like characters and his, you know, types yeah, of Yeah. Don't they, and, um... They do like a crazy extreme, like they'll travel somewhere. Or they'll like, um, they'll, he'll put like a ton of money into a video, right? Yes. yes. Okay. There's, there's some videos where he just like, like will give away 10 grand in a yeah. video. Yeah. He'll, uh, he'll go, there's one that they did money wise. I can't believe I can't think of more of his videos, but, um, like one, he like smashed his friend's car yeah. with like a boulder and then like bought him a new car, you yeah. know? And, and some they've like gone and just tipped a bunch of people Yeah. like for water. They order a water and then like tip them like. 
a grand or whatever. Gotcha. And they're like, what is going on? You know, they do, they do kind of like crazy stuff. And a lot of it is just like really nice. He's like, what are nice? He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm successful right now. Like, what are nice things I can do for people yeah. that people would enjoy watching? Wow. And I need like, to watch him more. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. And Please then sometimes it's face. just funny and they like put like 10,000 Orbeez in someone's backyard or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Which is entertaining. Or a million or whatever it is. Yeah. So. And then cool. um, I have to say the second thing before I yes. forget it. So the second thing that I've learned from Alicia is, and among many other things, let me just tell you. But the second thing is that, and I just heard this on a pod on, I think, no, it was Tanya Rad talking about it on, about what Chelsea Handler had told her. I know that's like 80 million people I just mm-hmm. said. It's Chelsea Handler's quote. Okay. And it's this. Everyone in, the indus- in this industry can make it. There's room for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I've never even really told Alicia that quote because I just heard it. But she encompasses that quote and lives by it so well. I mean, watching how big she is and like the fact that she like still to this day, even when she she'll look at me and she's like, Taylor, why haven't you reached out to this company? You would be perfect for them. Like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm at work. You're paying me to be here and you're talking about how I can get better. Right. What, like what, what's yeah. thinking so, about you? And like, not even just saying. me, like, yeah, we're close. And yeah, you know, I'm basically like her and her sister's little sister. Like I, they've taken me in and helped me with so many things, but like the fact that she goes out of her way to help basically anyone that comes in our path and she's like, okay, how can I help you? And she takes time out of her day to help them grow mm-hmm. or help them get better or really use her resources. She's always connecting people like, oh, I know like my agent can hook you up with blah, 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 blah. Like yeah. who's way smaller. And like, yeah. I mean, she like not Being everyone a good does person that. Is it not only is it like worthwhile and meaningful, but also it's like a good business move. And, and I it's, hope, yeah. yes. And we always talk about how people that are smaller than you will be bigger than you one day. Yeah. And you got to treat them right because you never know. Right, right. And and she's just so, and I think just, that's so cool. And you're happier so much, that way. You yes, know, like I just, you're, yes. you're happier just like helping people. And like, because why not? If you can, you know, if, if someone comes to me and I help them out, it's like, yeah, yeah, of totally. course. Totally. Like, yeah. And I think it just says so much about her character that... One, she, she doesn't have time and she makes time to help people. And then two, just that she's not jealous or nervous about, you know, them outdoing her or beating her or whatever the case may be. Cause I think especially girls, like we get so wrapped up in jealousy and competitiveness and like, this is, this is their living, you know, this is how they're making money and like views and stuff that, that matters. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like her, like I know to her, like relationships and like helping others and like helping people get to where they want to be is a passion of hers. And that's something I really admire. And I hope I can be like that one day too. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Amazing. I dig yeah. that. In fact, there's a lot of really good stuff there. Yeah. Part two of this okay. long bit of information here <laughs> is so, yeah, I think that's cool with you. Everything you've learned from Alicia. TK's Juicy Pod. Yeah. With, with how'd you come up with the idea? One, where did this idea come to you? Explain the podcast. Okay. And then say how you came up with the idea. Okay. So the podcast is called TK's Juicy Pod because TK is my nickname. My real mm-hmm. name's Taylor King. And so TK's, and it's juicy because it is juicy. We talk about it's fun, juicy. like relationships. It's objectively juicy. Yeah. yeah. We talk about fun, like relationship stuff that sometimes everyone wants to talk about, but doesn't really. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, and it's the most fun thing about my podcast is that it's heavily correlated with my polls. So I started, which are Instagram polls on Instagram stories. So Mm -hmm. what that is for those of you that don't know is like on Instagram, they have a feature where you can post a little question and you can ask like, what's your favorite color or what color do you like better, blue or green? And then people can vote Mm -hmm. and then I can see what everyone votes. So it'll be like, oh my God, 80% said blue and 20% said green. That's wild, you know? So the reason why I started the polls is because I wanted, I started posting polls randomly for fun when I was bored on a winter break and I was back home in Indiana for college and there's nothing to do there. So I started posting polls. I started doing like little ones about food, sports. I started, I, I began with just food ones and I do like 20 of them Mm -hmm. and I do just sports ones and I do 20 of those. And then then I started doing relationship ones like, you know, who should pay on the first date, the guy or the girl. And I started really getting uh, the reason why I still do polls to this day. The reason why this started is because guys I had crushes on or I thought were hot or like I was interested in started yeah. voting and I could <laughs> see what they voted. Yeah. Like it was so cool Some seeing what like info. Bobby Joe, who mm-hmm. like I had a crush on was voting that the guy needs to pay or that the girl needs to pay. And I was like, whoa, Bobby Joe, (laughs) this is tea. This is the stuff I need to know. This is data. You know, I need to like, I need to like start, you know, highlighting these, you know, because I was really interested. So then I started doing even juicier ones. Like, Hey, if you go on a date and you hook up and they don't text you the next morning. What does that mean? Like, is that good or no? Or like even yeah. texting etiquette or like what if you, they send a winky face, is that mean you're in the friend zone or out of the friend zone? Like stuff like that. Where yeah. it's just like little fun, juicy. It's interesting to see like what the general population thinks. Cause sometimes I yes. know for, well, we, even the first time, our first episode of the podcast, yeah. go, go listen, listen to, to our it. Podcast. Yeah. It was super fun. <laughs> episode 18. I think I, I don't know. You would probably know better I just, than me. I just saw, it. I think it was episode 18. Um, you can listen to it in a lot of different places. Yeah. But our, ours are pretty juicy, I yeah. feel like. Yours and are I, so good. They were fun. The first, yours the first is, round was intense. I'm not just saying intense. this, but like yours was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, uh, thank you. That was. was fun. I, I had a good time. That's like half, you know, that's why you're the first guest on my podcast. <laughs> you brought me on your podcast and I was like, yo, this is fun. It was so this fun. This works. We should do it again, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I loved seeing... The results? Yeah, I love seeing what the majority of people were saying a lot of things because I found in, in that one time... I found oftentimes I was in the minority of yeah. a lot of things, which is interesting. It's weird. And, and and there were times where I was surprised where it's like, oh, okay, most people do think the way I think. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think so, but that, that makes sense, you know? Especially with, like, just us being on the internet and, like, just, like, our whole generation of, like, dating and just, like, living life is so different yeah. now. So it's so interesting to see, like, what everyone's perspective is. And I have followers, like all in Indiana and I have a bunch in LA and like even seeing that difference, right, you know, right. Yeah. That's, that's like a huge difference. So right. it's really fun. That's why I started and continued. Cause all these like cute guys were voting and I was like, okay, Ooh, like let's insider, see what, you know, info. let's see if they're on their phone. Let me pose a poll, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. So it started off me being just like the crazy girl that I am. <laughs> and then eventually people are like, all my, like, I kind of had some influencer creator friends, people like even Alicia, I don't even know if she knows this, but I remember I saw her at the bungalow in Santa Monica and she was like, Taylor, you need to really do something with these polls. She said that to me. And I was like tipsy. And I was like, 
okay. Like I like noted that, you yeah. know, and like people like Kenzie, she's like, Taylor, you, you really got to do something. People, people want more. Yeah. Out of this. yeah. Even my mom, she's in advertising. She's like, Taylor, I can use all this data like to target my, my ads. You know, she yeah. was like, this is, is really data. valuable. Right. Yeah. Right. And like actually data just surpassed, um, oil in how, how valuable it is. Interesting. Oh, like the industry, the size yeah, of the like, industry. Uh, totally. Like people knowing like where we swipe our cards, people knowing where. Data is everything. You know. Your, your like Amazon, Alexa, Facebook. Everything. Instagram, YouTube. It's all Google. It's all. Yeah. There's actually a documentary information. about it. My friend yeah. just told me about it. But does, that, does that freak you out at all? No. It doesn't. I don't care. It doesn't freak me out too much. And I think it's interesting because I think, again, the older generation, they're like, people are going to know that Amazon knows my address. It's I like, know. yeah, I, I saw this article recently. Amazon <laughs> Amazon workers know where you live. And it's like, duh, I hope like, so. They're sending stuff to my house. I'm like, yeah, if yeah. they want to hang out, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, it's like, It's yeah. not that deep, fam. Right, right. And that's the thing, too, of like, I think I think there's a level of privacy that is, you know, nice to be able to keep, I guess. But like, but like as far as having, like, I have an Alexa and people are like, she listens to everything you say after you say Alexa. And like she knows all the everything you ask her, and I'm like, but yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm nostalgic. I like to hear that stuff. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I honestly like they can do whatever they want. Like, keep targeting ads. Like, I'm getting cute clothes out of it. Right. You know. Right. And, and, and I'd rather see ads that I'd rather are see ads I like. Yeah. Just like yeah, stuff then that's like, total trash. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, that doesn't bother me. That's actually a good poll question. Ooh, does it? Does, does that, that bother you? you? Yeah, does yeah. that freak you out? Yeah. That's such an older generation thing. But right. yeah, I started the podcast like because... like my dad, my dad won't like... I remember my dad wouldn't get an iPhone for a long time because he's like, really? Siri listens to you. And I'm like, yeah, I, she does. Like, I, and I was never even like, no, she doesn't. I'm like, of course she does. Yeah, like, you're like, we're Like friends. the government's listening to you out of your phone. It's like, I probably too. Probably. You know, in fact, there's like, have been cases that they've proven that. But it's like, also like... So some dude working for the government knows that like I am, I went to the gym today, you exactly. know, like, ah, who I don't cares? have time and energy to like not use the resources that we have. Right. So right. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Okay. We have again, six more seconds Pause. to our next commercial break. And then we're going to hear more about that. Woo. Yo, this ad is going to be super short because this segment is brought to you by me. Uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, all I want to ask of you is that you rate and review on whatever platform you happen to be listening to. Or just freaking smash that like button if you're watching on YouTube. I see you. I'm watching you. Uh, these things help out a lot. And if you've been getting any value from these discussions, I would really, really appreciate it. Um, a lot of work goes into making these special. So, yeah, a little bit in this area would go a long way if you're enjoying the podcast. And also feel free to subscribe on whatever platform you're on to be notified every time a new episode goes live. That's it. You're great. Thanks for listening. Are you someone who just doesn't have time to frequently make trips to the grocery store and prepare three healthy meals every day that taste good and are good for you? You know, that difficult combo that we're always looking for. Um, well, welcome to the club. You're basically one of all of us. Uh, Catered Fit is this really epic meal prepping service that delivers fresh made meals to your door daily or as frequently as you would like. They have standard paleo and vegetarian options. And their website and app is super easy to use. Uh, a few of the delicious meals that they have on the menu for this week specifically include the Farmer's Market Omelette with veggies, the spicy chipotle shrimp with kale salad. That sounds super good. And the garlic herb crusted pork loin with apricot glaze and butternut squash pull-off. Guys, there's so many different options. Those are some of the ones I saw that I was like, yo, those look tasty. 
Uh, every listener of the show gets $25 off their first meal plan with the promo code TJRS, which stands for the Jake Roquet Show, if you were wondering. Uh, depending on the plan you get, meals are as low as 7 to $8 each. And one thing I really like about the packaging, too, is it comes with a printed-out label of the macronutrient breakdown. So how many uh, grams of carbs, fats, and proteins are in there. So if you're someone who likes to track those things, super helpful for that. And right now, the service areas include major cities across California and Florida, uh, I think almost exclusively. So if you're in California and Florida, you're definitely covered if you're one of those major cities like L.A., San Diego, Miami, Orlando. If you want to see if your town is included in the service areas, go to cateredfit.com. If you're someone who's like overspending on unhealthy food at work, or if you just don't have the time to go and set aside those couple hours it takes every day to make the the healthy meals that are good for your body and for your taste buds, I highly recommend Catered Fit. Um, I've had their meals. I really like them. I actually think it's a really competitive price in the meal planning sector of the market. So head over to cateredfit.com and use the promo code TJRS for $25 off your first order and take a peek at the FAQ tab on their website for any more info. Okay, yo, we are back. Yo, Taylor, back so your podcast, air. part part two of that. Yeah. So basically, long story short, it just took so long explaining that. Yeah. I, so where, where did you like get the idea? Yeah. When were yeah. you like, oh, I need to make a show so out of this. So I posted, I knew I wanted to make a pol- podcast. I already had these polls going and I was like, oh my God, boom, let's put them together. So I knew I wanted to have a guest. So every time I have a guest on, which is almost every time, I have, we'll use you as an example. So mm-hmm. I knew a Jake was coming on the pod. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's morning routine is wild. I was like, also, like, I feel like he's kind of juicy. Like, he's a straight guy in L.A. I want to know. I want to know about, like, what he thinks straight about Straight guy girls. in L.A. I love how you Rare. always, like, uh, clarify that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, literally, you're like a unicorn. Yeah. You know? Um, or maybe I'm not. I need to stop blaming the city. It's, yeah. I'm not hanging out. Right, I do know a lot of straight guys in I'm LA, not hanging out in the right space. less of them are in the, in the fashion yeah. industry I'm just not in the right spots. Ratio-wise. Um, so, yeah, you... So like Jake came on my pod and I was like, Jake, I want to talk about these few things. I want you to come up with um, poll questions and mm-hmm. I can help you or you can come up with them yourself. And I'm going to post them on my Instagram story. People are going to vote and then so we're going to talk about them. Yeah. So it's really fun because when we come up with questions, then we t- we debate over what we would vote. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, whoa, like. And sometimes you like hear a good reason for like, okay, yeah, like yeah. I thought this, but you know, that's a good, that's a good point for like the yeah. other side. Yeah. And it's cool because it gets you, it gets me talking about all different types of things. Right. And it's really fun also because when like something, you know, is going on in the world or is really popular, I can throw up some polls about it and it, and it's fun for people to vote. Yeah. People love going through my story. And then when you click on it, voting. you get to see what at least however many people voted at this age. Yeah. You get to see what everybody else and, thought, which And is it's fun so too. fun, like, for me. I love that my followers are so engaged. What's your Instagram so people can go vote? Oh, it's at TK's Juicy Polls. TK's Juicy Polls. But um, I love that people can, you know, they feel like they're a part of it. Like, mm-hmm. they, the podcast literally wouldn't exist if it weren't for them. So they get to vote, and then they get to listen and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe Taylor voted that. Or yeah. I can't believe Jake voted that. Right. And it's just, it's, it's way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it works. Epic. That's so cool. And so what have you learned? So so this is so this is selfish time. Okay. Now now, now I'm I want info out of you. Oh, um, okay. Please. <laughs> as far as starting a new podcast, right? Uh-huh. What what things well one, so you distribute you're telling me a little bit, you distribute on anchor. So this uh-huh. is the now this section is like if someone's like, yo, one day I would love to start a podcast yeah. and like 
what should I do? Because I have no idea where to go, where to start, which is, which was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, which and is probably me a right lot of now. people too, right? Because, because we're in an interesting time in the world where you can, you can make a podcast about, about whatever the frick you want to make a podcast about, a YouTube show about, an Instagram blog about, a, a blog blog about. Yeah. You can pretty much run in, with anything. And if you do it well and there's a, enough people interested in the same thing, you can turn it into, into your job. Right. So, so if somebody goes from, you know, somebody wants to start a podcast about like fantasy football is a really interesting one. Very, very big industry. One of the top podcasts. Really? Yeah. Fantasy football. There's a fantasy football podcast that actually one of my friends, I just found this out. My friend's brother hosts it. Um, Sick. And. Wait, I want them on my podcast. Oh yeah. Give me that content. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They, you know, fantasy football where it's just like guys, you know, and and it's something interesting too, where got one guys are super competitive when you play fantasy football and they're like, or, or, girls, you know, yeah. are, that are playing fantasy football too. Right. But also too, it's like, you need the information to get it to like to, to know who to draft. And a lot of people aren't watching every single NFL game. Yeah. And so there's these people going and doing the work for you, compiling the evidence. Oh my gosh, and it's I love. interesting. And then you like get the info to like go beat your friends at See, fantasy football. See, that's great because I love the NFL, but I don't have time to watch every game. So that may yeah. be a great pod for me to listen yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're competing in a fantasy league. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to get on that. And there's a lot of different things like that, whether it's People talking about business. Very specialized. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that like you can talk about whatever you want. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't have to go. And the same thing goes for YouTube, you know, all these platforms. It's like, I don't have to go to my job that I don't like anymore. Instead, I can do things that I actually like doing, talk about things I yeah. actually enjoy discussing and make a career out of it. Right. So for anyone that's like, yo, I don't like my job or maybe I do like my job and I want to start a podcast, a YouTube show. Like, I feel like a lot of these things will apply. Um, so one a concrete thing that would be helpful for me is distribution. You chose to distribute on Anchor. Yes. What does that look like? How you? I know you run ads there. Yeah. Like, tell me a little bit so about that. So I found Anchor through Casey Neistat. Okay. Who's a yes. really big YouTuber I'm obsessed with. He just moved to LA. Yeah. I w- I'm so big pumped. Time. I oh. hope it like gives an, uh, another influx of like I think the, it will. that New York crew to yeah. LA because there's so many cool creators in New York that like, want to have on the podcast. I want to have whatever. And I love going to New York too. Yeah. Um, but That's, it would just be great if they were just that. here. I should do a poll. Like, do you think Casey Neistat's going to like start the wave of new creators Ooh, moving to LA? I would LA? love that. It, what's fascinating is he started 368 like a year before he moved. Yeah. A year and a half before he moved. And now he's here. So I'm like, where's the 368 going to be it's in downtown be LA? Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they're happy to be a 368 LA that starts. By the way, Casey, I would love to work at 368. Don't tell Alicia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, like, yeah, to be in that crew. Even, even, and I think that one of the best things too, and something that I really want to work on Uh in LA is like building a community of creators that are, I want to find people that are like smaller, right? Because it's interesting too, for both of us, probably. I know a lot of it because for those that don't know too, I, part of my, contribution to the YouTube world is working for a lot of like YouTubers and vloggers and making videos for them, yeah. recording music for them, whatever it is. And so I've, I'm, I'm very well connected with them, but, but Where, I want to I feel build... like you're kind of like the guy version of me. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And it's professionally, like we both had really similar starts. We worked with a lot of, I feel like our, the, our YouTube circles don't overlap, but like two of like yes. the very big s- sectors of YouTube, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so, and so like, but, but so with that, we know all these people, but it's, but it's kind of in a position where like, so, so we're, we're in similar places uh, along, maybe even just like numbers wise. And yeah. it'd be like, like the truth of it is like, if I have 20,000 subscribers, I can't go to somebody with 2 million subscribers. Maybe you, you, people do collaborations like that. Yeah. And if you have something valuable to offer, it's worthwhile, you know, but you don't, you don't want to like feel like 
you're you're not contributing to something. So I won't I won't Absolutely. reach out for collaboration unless I feel like there's mutual value added. Exactly. And if there's not, then I don't want to waste somebody's time. You know, I don't want I don't I don't like want to ask for favors. Yes. But what that leaves me with is I have 20,000 subscribers and everybody that I know has so many and it's like, okay, so where, where is that like mid tier level of people that like you get to come up with? Cause a lot of people have those crews and they kind of come up together, right? They yeah. kind of like, they, they all, do. you know, people everybody's got like 20, 30, 40. Yeah. And they, and they come up together and you stay squad. motivated. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of crews that have like built their thing together. So something I really want to focus on now is not only finding that for myself, but like creating a place where people can find that with other people. Okay. And let's so, cre- let, how do we find other people like us? Well, yeah. So here, <laughs> I, so you just saw like, I got, we have the studio here. I live with um, yeah. a couple friends and we have the backyard. I want to start having events here where you it's just should. like, yo. And it's an interesting thing. Cause I obviously like, I don't want it to open my house to anyone in the world. Right. Yeah. Because uh, that's weird, and yeah. I don't want to like post my address yeah. all over the internet kind of thing. But also, I want it to be like really inclusive. I don't want it to be like I want it, people that are like passionate yeah. and talented. I want to be included. I don't want it to be like a, yeah. a numbers thing at the Maybe same time. Maybe it could be like you invite like twenty people that you are like or you respect or whatever, and be like, hey, you have to bring one friend that you think's like cool or whatever. Ah, and, you know what I mean? Like you have to bring. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you know those couple parties where it's like you have to bring like someone it didn't work out with, but you think's awesome. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. Like it's like that. Interesting. I've never work. heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So totally. So I think like I think having I want to and whether it's maybe at this house or even if we have like meet up somewhere, I think like yes theory kind of does this well. They okay. Don't, yeah, they, they do. They build a cool community. It's not necessarily dedicated do them to at, like, like Venice Beach and stuff. Yeah, they do meetups, and it's not just for people that are like looking to be in the like in the industry or whatever it is but but yeah I just want like like-minded people to get together and have community I like, love that that's something we're working okay, on well, so hit me you up can when totally you need be help. a part of helping figure out what it'll look like that. and making it awesome yeah I'd love yeah. that also I just have to say by the way like big creators do not sleep on small creators mm-hmm. they can be very valuable to you absolutely even especially with like when I see someone I'll, I'll collaborate with someone with no subscribers if they're like sick at something, you know, yeah. like, of course. And, and it's the same thing. Like sometimes in a lot of my collaborations too, actually that have been more like have gotten me more subscribers and that sort of thing, like the bigger sort of collaborations, a lot of times it's coming to someone saying like, Hey, you're making this content. This is just like the collab tip. It's like, Hey, if someone's like spending money on their content and you can do it for free for them, yeah. then they're like, cool. You know, yeah. that's the value you add. Exactly. If they're like spending a bunch of time on it and you can make their 20 hours per video take two hours and you'll do the other 18 hours for them they're gonna be like yeah that works yeah you know there's so many things so yeah anyways little tangent no i love it that was so good distribution tell me a little more okay so i found him through casey casey uses him for his podcast casey please make more podcast episodes with you and candace i really (laughs) love them anyway i uh it's awesome it's kind of like the the hub for, I guess, individual podcasters who like aren't already big and have like a huge network and producer like mm-hmm. team and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really cool. It's like the catalyst of getting like your creative content out into the world. Yeah. And like, there's so many distribution er- like, like, it's not like, Oh, you just get it on Spotify. What's cool about anchor is that you upload the link to your podcast mm-hmm. and then they'll distribute it to every person. So it's like right. they'll distribute it SoundCloud, to Spotify, Spotify, yeah. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, like everything okay. that people that listen to yeah. that 
um, you know, exist. I mean, my podcast literally goes out to probably like 12 or 13 different places Amazing. that I don't even know, yeah. but anchor handles it all. This isn't an ad, even though it could be, you right. know, it could be an ad. <laughs> anchor uh, hit Jacob sponsor this eventually, <laughs> but basically it's so awesome. It's free too, which is wild. And if you don't like, if you aren't techie like you, you can also record the actual podcast on anchor and edit it on anchor yes, and I've all of that, that stuff. So it's really cool. And then I also use it for my ads right now because mm -hmm. I don't have a manager or a producer or someone who's like constantly reaching out to try and pitch me to people. So they'll just send me emails like, hey, you know, Spotify wants to sponsor your podcast. They're going to do, we'll get into the nitty gritty. I'll, sell, I'll say the details. I'm not afraid to. So they'll be like, well, Spotify wants to pay $20 per thousand listens or per hundred listens Which or whatever great it is compared to YouTube, right? YouTube, I think YouTube, so. YouTube CPMs are usually like, I in, think in my experience, at least they're usually like two to $3 uh -huh. like for every, every thousand. So if you get a deal, that's 20,000. So 20, yeah. So $20 for, so I think one of mine is $20 right. for at per least thousand. I mean like those pre-roll ads, not the legit sponsorships that yes, I've dealt with for the, um, per episode. So that's, um, one way you could do it. Mm -hmm. Another way that I would love to get into and I haven't already is like, you know, one random company, like let's say it was Google wanted to sponsor your podcast. You would do like a whole segment and then they would just give you a flat rate of, let's say it was like $10,000. Right. And then it's, let's hope so. Yeah. Next you know podcast, what I mean? Google. Or like, <laughs> or a hundred dollars, right, right, right. you know, and, um, then it goes up and that's it. But with the cool thing for me, it's motivating. Cause like, it makes me want to promote my podcast even more. Cause the more listens, the more money I make. Right. And it's cool to like see the little thing go up and yeah. whatever. And that's what it's all about. I, I actually can't even believe that I make money off of it. Cause I'm just like, this is so fun. And I love doing this. And uh -huh. like, this is what I want to do every day. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's really cool. I could not recommend anchor enough. Like my brother just started or he's starting a podcast oh, that's and he fun. uses it. How old is your brother? He is a sophomore. Little he's brother, going to be right? a sophomore yeah. in college. He's yeah. 20. So Dope. he's, I don't know. We'll see if he actually does it, but his that's is going to be cool. cool. It's going to be fratty. It's going to be oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Isn't that yeah, so I feel fun? Like I, don't, I feel like frat podcasts could like have. Like if I were on niche. campus and a girl, I would listen to that every like day. Yeah. Because I'd be like, yeah. what are they talking about? Like, what's That's the so right? funny. Right? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to have to make him listen to this so that he gets it yeah, on I feel it. Like, I feel like those like young, younger college kids would be like. Oh yeah. Like thriving. all over that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's good. Um, so, so you, you recommend anchor. What would you say? Like, how do you, so here's another, another separate question. How okay. do you go about getting your guests? Okay, good question. Yeah. First of all, I feel like I am thinking of the ideas and actually getting them. on. Yeah. I feel like I'm so lucky and blessed to have like such cool friends. Mm -hmm. So, and like friends of friends, um, and luckily in LA, everyone's already like, oh, like you should be in my video. You should be on my podcast. Like the cool thing about podcast is that most of the time people say yes, cause they want the free promo and people love to talk about themselves. Totally. So it's like, and it's fun, you know, and it's fun and, and it's cool because like I get to meet so many people. This is why I personally love having a guest on every episode because it allows me, I love meeting new people and mm -hmm. I have a full blown hour with them. Yeah. Like this isn't a 15 minute coffee date. Like right. I, and I'm interviewing them. So anything I'm actually it's interested in. It's an excuse about, to like have a friend, like, like make a friend too, yeah, you know, like, yeah, let's hang out. It's an excuse to have a friend out. and make a yeah. friend. And it's also an excuse to, I'm like, I'm like making a friend. I'm making money. 
Right. And I'm like getting better at just talking. You know what I mean? It's like the double benefits of like, I'm having fun and this is productive. Like, why is everyone not doing this? So, um, so (laughs) yeah, podcast. I, and so one is my friends and like friends of friends. And like, honestly, all the time I like think I'm thinking about, okay, who am I curious about? Who am I in my life? Like, who am I looking up to? Who do I think is cool? Like, who do I actually think is cool? Or like, who do I, because if I don't think they're interesting, then no one else will. So um, I think about my actual orbit and like who's in my life. So those people I'm always like, those are always my safeties kind Mm -hmm. of. And then for people that I don't know, and I always try and get on Instagram DMs. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Totally. And also, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I'm a big Instagram DMs guy. Oh, all the time. Like I, for instance, here's a perfect example. My friend Lee Tall, I got her on my podcast because I found her through this really big blogger who's her sister named Sivan Ayla. Go okay. check her out. She's so cool and she has a baby and it's like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> anyway, she has a little sister named Lee Tall and I was like, oh my God, Lee Tall's so cute. And I had been following Lee Tall for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was growing her following. She's getting bigger and bigger. And I loved watching her and following her. And she posted on her Instagram story and she was like, oh my God, guys, I just listened to the craziest murder podcast, blah, 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 blah. Blah, immediately slid in and I was like oh my I was like Haley Tall love that you listen to podcasts I actually have one of my own feel free to check it out I would love to be have you on it this is what we do blah blah, blah. I was thinking Amazing. since like you're into The Bachelor we could talk about that like because I follow her I'm yeah. like I'm a huge fan I um I know you're into The Bachelor so we could do polls about that and like I know you're like into guys and like so we could do some juicy relationship ones and I know that you're into blogging so we could do that too yeah. and like I'm also really interested in like your and your sister's dynamics so I'd love to talk about that whatever mm-hmm. long story short literally that weekend I had she came to my house we recorded a podcast we got long lunch we work together the whole day we're now she's literally one of my really good friends yeah so perfect example mm-hmm. and then for even bigger people like even if i i i at least i it's really weird you have to dance around talking to bit bigger people and not act like not be annoying oh yeah because like i don't want to be that annoying girl that's like be on my podcast and they're like oh good god there's nothing i'd rather not do <laughs> right right you know, but but you have to. I think at the same time too, you have to risk that. Right? Yeah, you got to be like, hey, I want you to be on podcast. So you're annoying. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you got to ask. You got to make. So the, the way that I kind of do it, which I found like works, is like even you know we'll be let's say Alicia's collabing with someone, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say I'm a big fan, mm-hmm. and. I'm like filming the video. Like at least I can say like, oh yeah, like on my podcast, like I can reference it mm-hmm. and then be, and then the, typically they'll be like, oh, what is it? You know? Oh yeah. And yeah. then I'll like mm-hmm. tell them about it and I'll be like, yeah, if you ever want to come on, let me know. Yeah. You know, Amazing. just so, that's so simple. So right. it's Cause not then, like. Cause it puts the ball in the record. It's not like, it's, you're not putting them in position to be like, yes or no. You or never like, want that to be like the first thing you say in person. Totally. Like I, DM, like get to the point. Like and just then be if like. It's, if it's genuine too, then they get to be like, yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. I want to do it. Not like you're not putting them in a weird spot. I like yeah. that. Yeah. But so many times, I mean, I get so many no responses all the time. Like there's so, totally. so many CEOs and like. Um, business people or whatever that I'll like reach out to and I'll be like for instance here's an example Squeeze is this new um, massage place that's owned by the the girl that started Dry Bar started Squeeze and okay. like the, the the VP of marketing at Dry Bar owns Squeeze it's this new awesome massage place on Ventura you should actually go to it okay amazing um, how much is a massage I think it's about a hundred bucks. Okay. So I go to that, like that, like $20, like cheap. No, this will like, change your life. Yeah. Yeah. I almost don't want it to. Cause then I'm going to want to spend a hundred no, bucks. It's on epic. Massages it's all epic. The time. <laughs> it's epic. 
So this is what happened. So yeah. I was like, okay, this business is so cool. I want the owner on my podcast. Right. So, and mind you, I'm like still in the midst of trying to get her on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I DM'd Squeeze and the owner. I was like, hey, um, I'm obsessed with like your new company. I haven't tried it out yet. I'm, I'm thinking about getting a massage this week, but I would love to have like the owner or like you on my podcast. So I DM'd both the company's Instagram and then her Mm -hmm. immediately the next day in my email, I had an email from squeeze and they were like, hi Taylor. Thanks so much for um, reaching out. We would love to come have you come in for a complimentary massage. Yeah. We would love to have you come in for, cause they knew I was going to probably talk about it, Uh which was so smart on their part too. So they're like, Hey, would you like to do this? And I was like, yes, I would love to. I would also love for you, the owner to be on my (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I will definitely come for the massage, Uh, but also, yeah. (laughs) So, which by the way, like, can you convert it into like a couple's massage? Have you already gone? Could we like make it a two person thing? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. And like podcast while we're getting massage. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) Talk about like living the life. (laughs) Talk about turning me on baby. (laughs) So, um, we were, so long story short, I went, I met the owner in person. Uh I was like, you know, I'd really love to have you on, whatever, blah, 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 blah. She's like, okay, we'll think about it. She's definitely hesitant. So I'm still, I even saw her at an event last night or two nights ago. Like, hey, about that And I was like, hey, like, would love to see you. And she's like, yeah, like, we got to get you in again, like, whatever. And so just even, like, being consistent and persistent Mm -hmm. and still being nice and, like, I'm not going to pressure her to do it, you know, by any means. And she's, I want her to be my friend. Like, I think she's cool. I admire her. And maybe one day she'll want to be on my podcast, you know? Right. But I'm always going to. that's the thing, too. Kind of a fun way to look at it, too, is, like, when it's it's cool enough in their eyes, they're going to want to be on it, right? And it's fun, like, knowing that I've planted the seed and I'm going to let God handle it and I'm going to still be persistent and I still... You know, I'm probably going to email her this week and be like, hey, so good seeing you at the event. Um, I can't wait to come in to squeeze like this week or next week. Um, would you ever be open to being on my podcast? Like, I seriously would right. love nothing more. We'll talk about these points or yeah. whatever. I think I think another big part of that that's super important, too, is making it the the making it as easy as possible for them to say yes. So yes. you say it can it can be as short as 30 minutes. Yeah. I just need 30 I'll minutes do it of time. At squeeze. I can bring everything yeah. to you. We can set up whenever you have like a second. If you want to do 30 minutes, if we want to go longer, we can, but like, you know, just a little bit. I could ask you a couple little questions, like be super, you know, you present whatever it is as the easiest thing exactly. possible for them and the lowest level of commitment. For them to like get their foot in the door. Totally. And then be like, yeah, of course, if you want to, if you're 30 minutes in, she's like, wow, it's been so short. You can be yeah. like, yeah, do you want to keep talking? Exactly. Like, you know, and you can get a full whatever You're it so is right. Of, and yeah. even like um, another good example is, you know, Justin Escalona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how like, you know, Kenzie, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I, yeah. So Justin's a YouTuber. He's a really cool guy. So I've been trying to get him on my podcast for a while. Uh-huh. And I think he would be so good because... He's just like such a character and he's like, I feel like I really want to like get, yeah, he's he's really smart. smart. He's Mm -hmm. like a boss. And I really want to actually know about like his opinions on like girls in LA and stuff like that. So I think he would be like a really interesting perspective for like people to listen to. Yes. Right. So I want to ask him all these juicy questions and I've been trying to pin him down for a long time. Right. And at first I was like kind of talking to his manager and now literally I'll text him like, the day of him like hey tonight can you record 
you yeah. know but that's just how justin works mm-hmm. i feel like i i don't know maybe he's listening to this and, and it he's is like, that easy it doesn't have to be too yeah and he's bright. like he's told me he's like yeah i would love to but or like yeah um I want to, but I can't tonight or like I'm busy tonight. But like, honestly, at least I try. And I know the next time I see him in person, he's going to be like, shoot, I need to be on our podcast. (laughs) So, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And that's, and I think that for a lot of people too, like that is genuine as well. Like I, I have, I, I can say I've had people come to me, especially like in the past year, which is interesting because I haven't been posting much. People come to me saying like, Hey, I want to do a collaboration. Like we should get together and they'll hit me up like maybe two or three times. And each time I'm like, ah, like I would love to, I'm really busy this week and next week, but like, I want to do it. Yeah. You know? And it is genuine. Like it's not. And I love it, it and, when people ping, like, I love it when they bother me. Like when yeah. they're like, Hey, remember this? I respect it. I yeah. totally respect it. Right. And so, and so I've experienced that with friends. Sometimes it's like, Hey, can we do this? Like, yo, I'm really busy. Sometimes like my friend Quibus, who's going to be on the yeah. podcast soon, he was like, he's in China right now. And he's like, I'm busy this next week. I'm in China, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, this list of things. Yeah. And it's like, and I know for him, because he's one of my best friends, it's like genuine. Yeah. But if it was someone else, I might just say like, hey, I'm really busy this next couple of weeks. Like, and, yeah. and it's, it's real. It's not like I don't want to do it. Yes. Right. So, and so even if I know that for me, then I know for other people, it's like, you're not getting rejected when someone says like, yes, yo, I'd love to, but not right now. Like they mean it, you know, which and I think sometimes like exactly. people think like, oh, they're saying no. And I'm like, okay, if I'm busy and I forget when people DM me and ask me to be on their things, like if I forget, then like Zach Afron's for sure going to forget and I'm going to have totally. to bother him double the time. Right. But like, I respect the hustle and like, I actually like it when people are like, Hey, reminder, like, do you remember, like, would you still want to be on this? And I'm like, Oh shoot. Yes, I really do. But mm-hmm. I was just like swamped the finals that week or whatever. Totally. So totally. I think just like put yourself out there, be respectful, be nice and, um, go after what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. And provide value. Okay. Them. So if we got one more question about the podcast, as, okay. we're, as we're coming to a close here. Um, what should I ask you? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. What are you curious about? What do you want to know for your podcast? How do you get, how do you get ears on your podcast? What's like your best advice for How like do I get what? Ears on your podcast. Oh, it's ears. like getting eyes on your video, yeah. you know, like how do you get, how do you get ears on your podcast? How do you get to people that might not know you potentially? Okay. Like what have one you thing I try that? to do is I talk about it a lot. Okay. So like especially like in person or like on social in person. Media well, obviously social media, I try to promote it as much as possible. Of course, yeah. I even try and like say it in like a feed post. So like, let's say it's like a hot pic of me in a bikini. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey guys, new podcast. Cause before I'm looking <laughs> at that bikini pic. So I'm like, yeah. may as well put that on my caption yeah. or like new episode or whatever. Like right. I, I'm huge on stories. So like I try to post a lot of stories. Right. You are good at stories. Um, and, um, throw it in my static feed. Like why the heck not promote it? Totally. But another, the biggest thing that I do is try and talk about it in person. So like, especially cause I'm That's around, good. we live in LA, like everyone knows someone. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm like hanging out at an event and like freaking, you know, Zach Efron's there, like he may hear that my, and like my creator friends, like they have their own podcast and they're shouting me out right. every so often, yeah. which is awesome. And it's because I'm always in my ear, like, oh yeah, on my podcast or like, oh, that'd be a good pull from my podcast or whatever. Right. And, um, I think talking, I mean, not being annoying about it, but like bringing it up, making it known that you have one, making it known that just you naturally, have, if it's something you, you actually guests. care about, you're going to yeah. like mention it right now. And then in like, that's exactly. Good. Yeah. And so I think just like people knowing, like they associate me with like being a podcast host mm-hmm. is like what I want them to think about. Yeah. Um, that's so good. I think talking about it with your friends and like, the more you talk about it, the more you'll naturally bring it up and like, 
the more content you'll honestly have for your podcast. Yeah. Because like you're always talking about it and like what you right. want to have and on it. And then it's like, yeah, tomorrow, come by. Let's yeah. record. Like I want it. I really want my podcast to be like that to where I'm, I'm talking with someone. We're having an interesting conversation. Yeah. I'm like, man, I think people would benefit from hearing exactly. this. Exactly. Let's sit down and, and talk more. Yes. And just record our like honest conversation that feels meaningful and helpful. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, I would say like, and another thing is being on other people's podcasts. Yeah. You know, We're being a catch on someone else's podcast right. and like them and someone. That's how I found so many people I follow on Instagram. Like I'll be listening to Skinny Confidential. She has a guest on every time and I'm like, oh my God, I love that person. I'm going to go follow that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like I want to hear more of what they have to I say I think I've, I've even said in podcasts, I'm like, hey, if you're a small creator and want me on your podcast, hit me up. Right. You know? Right. Hey, if you're a small creator <laughs> and want me on your podcast, hit me up. Seriously though. Like yeah. I want to be on more totally. podcasts because how else am I going to get people to listen to mine? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, I'd say those two things. Dig that. Whatever. Amazing. Last, last little question okay. for you. Um, I feel like kind of switching gears here, but I feel like you're someone who's like, Got a great hustle, got good work ethic, and is like Thank really you. confident. That means so much coming from you. you. Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> you're like a legend. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, how how do you, well, one, I want to break it up into a couple little pieces, and we'll try and answer it quickly, I guess. Okay. Confidence. Where does your confidence come from? How do you stay confident? What would be your advice for someone else that's like, oh, I want to make a podcast, I want to make a YouTube channel, but I'm too shy, or I'm too whatever it is. Where Where does that come from for you? I think... Two things. One, you have to surround yourself with people that are always gassing you up. Okay. Right? Surround yourself with cool friends that right. you think are cool and they think you're cool. Yeah. Right? You are your five best friends. Encouraging and like affirming. And it's good to be the dumbest person in the room. Mm -hmm. You're just going to get smarter. Yeah. So that. And then the second thing is you got to be unapologetically yourself because you, you yourself is like the only, th this is so cliche, but like it's let's be honest like you are what makes you different and like mm -hmm. if you're being someone else then that's not going to make you stand out yeah so like if you're unapologetically yourself then like no one can make fun of you because you're just being you right you right. know so I think like the more I'm me and the more I feel me and feel happy and like just like exude confidence mm -hmm. is like when I'm the most me when yeah. I'm like doing things that make me happy I'm staying true to myself and like that quite frankly is what people love the most is mm -hmm. when you're yourself so mm -hmm. I think just like staying true to myself having people keep me in check like Kenzie and like Alicia are always checking me like oh Taylor I don't know if I'd say that or, or you know like come down a little bit like right. like it's turned down a few notches right. like my family is like always humbling me like yeah. my brother's like oh my god you're so stupid Taylor or, like right. whatever which is like having like a healthy balance of like getting yeah. gas up and then be like wait don't be annoying yeah. Like, yeah you gotta have people that ground you and I, I think the biggest thing is who you surround yourself with yeah that's good I feel like there's a really good balance there of like really valuing those friends too that are gonna be the ones that come to you and say like hey you're not doing this right oh my gosh we're going to a commercial break okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big believer that commitment to fitness and health is one of the most important parts of being a high achiever in all areas of life. From vital endorphin releases to deeper sleep to better emotional, mental, and physical health, increase energy and confidence in daily life, we all know that we should be staying committed to a consistent workout routine, but knowing what to do and actually sticking with it can be difficult on your own. That's why I recently launched the online side of my personal training business. I'm a certified personal trainer through the National Council of Certified Personal Trainers, the NCCPT, and I've experienced working with a diverse clientele from high-performing athletes to individuals looking to lose 100 pounds or more. 
One of the most important parts of working with a trainer is having a person who will lay out a plan according to your goals and will continue to check in with you and hold you accountable to showing up and staying on track. Virtual personal training is really simple. I write out a personalized workout plan for you each week tailored specifically to your fitness goals and we'll meet once a week via Skype or FaceTime to track your progress, answer any questions you have, and plan out your upcoming week. Most of my in-person clients pay $75 to $85 a session, which is really typical for a lot of big box gyms, places like 24-Hour Fitness, LA Fitness, Equinox, and the like, uh, which in my opinion is still a very worthwhile investment in your own health. Uh, But my personal training online programs are just $50 a week for a limited time until my schedule fills up. This is something that I've just recently launched uh, and I'm really excited about. So if you are interested or have any questions, shoot me an email at jakeroq3 at yahoo.com. That's jakeroqe3 at yahoo.com with the subject line PT. And I will set you up with a free fitness assessment call where we'll talk through some of your goals and get started on a plan that works for you. Excited to hear from you. Let's get back to the show. Okay, confidence, amazing. Um, work ethic and motivation. I feel like those go together a little bit. What are like things that you've learned that have been really helpful? Um, I think I've always naturally had this weird drive in me. Like I, I, I honestly think a lot of it came from like my family and sports, like mm-hmm. to be the best and like to grind until you get what you want or whatever. Um, but also like recently, like being on my own and having to pay my own stuff, like, uh, what is it? My mom always says it's like necessity drives. I forget the end of the quote. It's going to drive me nuts, but necessity (laughs) drives like, like having to pay your bills drives, like motivates you to get the job done or to whatever. up against the wall, you're going to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that, but what motivates me? God, this is so hard because I genuinely like, I mean, there are times when I'm not motivated, but like deep down, like I'm a pretty motivated person. Mm -hmm. Like I, I guess it's just, I want to be able to like prove to my friends and family that, um, I'm going to make this into a career. I'm really passionate about, you know, having a career and Mm -hmm. being a boss and, making a way for myself when like people don't think I can't because like I guess my career path isn't very normal Mm -hmm. and for me like my biggest thing is I just want one day I want to not have to explain myself you know and so my my drive every day is to like get up get up I know that like if I get up and I work out then that's the start of a good day so Mm -hmm. why would I not do that yeah you know totally so that's like for instance like getting up and working out like that's knowing that that's gonna kickstart my day to be a have a productive day that motivates me to get up and work out everything else better yeah yeah it's just like and it goes hand in hand with discipline like there's there's a gazillion things I could say but I think that like the underlying, like what motivates me is that one day I want to be able to provide for myself and my family and like my future husband. And that's like my driving force is just like, and making my family and friends proud. Right. Right. So I would say that's like my big thing, but little things are like, yeah, working out and stuff like that. Yeah. That's good. I dig that. Um, amazing. I feel like there's more I could talk to you about, (laughs) but I feel like that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I feel like oh I gosh. learned a lot. I feel like people here 
I've learned a I lot. I hope so. Um, guys, TK's Juicy Pod. In fact, we've been I've been on it once before. Um, we're about to record another episode of Heck it, and yeah. it's going to be the, the juiciest one so far. It's going to be so juicy. Yeah. Like, literally, it's going to be so juicy. Yeah. Think about, like, <laughs> biting into, like, a tomato. Or, like, and a it just, peach. just, like, sprays everywhere. Like a summer peach. It's, like, obnoxiously yeah. juicy. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, turns into an ASMR podcast. It's so... Juicy. <laughs> juicy, baby. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. You're Thank so you smart. So You're so cool. Guys, go rate and review his podcast. Oh, wow. Thank you. I'll, Seriously, I'll it means then. a lot. So it go does, do that. Yeah, and it helps a lot, especially right at the beginning. So. Yeah. If you can, if you enjoyed this, go hop. If you're on YouTube, you know, you can like and subscribe, that kind of stuff. If you're on any of the podcast apps, there's a way you can go about rating and reviewing. It means a lot. helps a lot. Also, TK, we, we shout out your Instagram. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, it's at TK's Juicy Pulse. So it's TKS Juicy P-O-L-L-S. Right. If you search TK's Juicy Pod, yeah. you're going to find the podcast. Um, anything else you want them to know about you? Nope. S- slide in my DMs if you want to be on my pod. Amazing. Yeah. Ditto to that. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for watching. We will see you super soon. Peace. Peace out.